Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Same Same Podcast. This podcast is about two Asian American women still deciding if they are millennials or Gen Xers as they talk about all things related to living their best lives as women surviving the grind of being professionals in Chicago. Chi Town. Hey, Kat. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Long time no see. I know. No, but really, long time no see. It's been like a little bit over a week. Okay, right? yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But we talk all we, the time. Yeah. We communicate all the time. But, but I was really sad you were not able to make it out this weekend. Yeah, so why don't you recap, everybody, <laughs> what I missed out on. You missed what, out. I know. I'm so sorry. You missed but out. I will make it up to you. It's all good because I don't remember most of it. <laughs> Did, were you guilty? No. Okay, No explain. guilt hangover. Okay. So it was my birthday weekend. My birthday was this past Monday. Happy so. birthday. Yay. Happy birthday to you too. Thanks. But future. Yes, future. We are, what, a week? A year and a week apart? Two mm-hmm. years and a week apart? Mm-hmm. Not aging us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mentioned in a couple episodes ago that Matt gave me a blackout for free card. And initially I was going to say, okay, girls night out, GNO, we're going to go party, girls only. And then I decided to just invite husbands and everybody else. Okay. So it was super fun because a lot of my girlfriends and their hubbies came out. We had a pregame at my house. I made a really beautiful charcuterie board that you missed out on. This sounds like a fancy mixer. <laughs> Maybe it felt a lot like college. Okay. Because I'll even tell you, you know, Christine, who we talked about in the last episode, the one that lost like all that uh-huh. that weight uh, through intermittent fasting, her husband came out. They have four kids, right? And they've known each other. They've dated since they were 16 years old. Is he Greek? No. Okay. No, he was in the military, though. Yeah. Thanks for your service, Marty. Thank you. Um, but he basically said, he's like, the last time I saw all these people together was in college. <laughs> was at U of I, University of Illinois. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it was fun. We went, we pre-drank. I had seven shots. Before we left, I remember that. Okay. Uh, my friend Christine was there. A couple of my other cousins and line sisters were there. Then we went out to Blind Barber. Have you heard of Blind Barber? No, but I want to go. Okay. It sounds cool. The pictures look yes. very cool. It's, it's cool. Is it a bar mm. or a lounge or a club? It's like a loungy bar club, but it's meant to feel like a speakeasy because it's set behind an actual barbershop. Okay. So you can go get your hair cut and then... I've heard about yes, that. Yes, and then you stick around and there's a door and you go and there's a club. So if it's similar to a speakeasy, do they serve vodka there? I don't know the answer to that. I don't remember a lot from there. <laughs> if they don't, I cannot go. No, I'm sure they serve vodka. <laughs> I'm positive they serve vodka. So mind you, we started at like 6, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock just to be conservative, right? And we left my house at 8.30. Okay. My god sisters picked us up. There were so many of us. We straight up put my husband in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> he said he felt like he was kidnapped. And then we got there, and the music sounded great. What like, kind of music was it? It was like 90s hip-hop. Like, what we would really enjoy. You know, that's interesting because a lot of places these days mm. just play EDM music. Yeah. So it's rare to find a hip-hop yes. place. 
<laughs> so I remember for the few moments that I remember really liking it. So I took two shots at the bar. Okay. And long story short, apparently I either passed out, vomited too much, and they really politely said that I had to leave. <laughs> really? <laughs> Even though I had all these people with me. So they were really nice about it, though. I don't know. I don't remember it. But all my friends say... They even had offered to open up, the kitchen was closed, and then they offered to open up the kitchen to make me food so that I wouldn't be so fucked up. Awesome. Now, mind you, they were like, yo, guys, it's like 10 p.m., and she (laughs) can't even keep her head up. So, whatever. So, we went out um, after that to eat, and I remember that part because before we went out to eat, I think... Somebody made me puke. Yeah, the throwing up probably helped you a lot. Yes. Not that it's like a great thing to do, but, but you it definitely helped that, me. I got all the bad that. stuff exactly. out. So I remember being, so we went to Gus's Fried Chicken afterwards. Really? I do not remember eating. Okay. I remember being happy. Yeah. And then I remember having a boyfriend of one of my cousins that has never seen me really fucked up before mm-hmm. look at me very concerned. <laughs> 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 and everyone else is fine because, you know, it's very normal yes. for me. And then we went home and we took this lift. Apparently, I asked this guy, his, the cat, uh, the lift driver, his name like six times in a row. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Aaron. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> and we asked him, I asked him, like, what is his favorite kind of music? And he said Christian rock. So we had him play, like, a ton of Christian rock. I love oh. Christian rock. <laughs> and then we came home. We might have drank some more. And one of our my charters, Cindy, ordered, like, six pizza puffs and six french fries. And we ate and drank a little more and smoked. Oh, that sounds And awesome. that was it. That and sounds it was like great. an awesome birthday. And then Matt goes the next day. He's like... You weren't that bad. I feel like you didn't use your whole pass. So you get to you can do this like a half more time. <laughs> so I'm excited. No, but it was a really, really good weekend. Um, or good just celebration with my friends and chill and you know, it was fun. Aww. But I wish you were there. I'll make it up to you. Okay, I know you will. Don't worry. But it's probably because you were so You probably had like a week-long hangover from Vegas the weekend before. You know, speaking of, that wasn't the reason why I didn't go. But legit, I slept from Friday evening to Sunday mid-morning. Did not get out of bed. What? Yeah. Wait, you were like physically in bed that entire time? Yes, I was so tired and all I wanted was sleep. And I think what happened was after the Vegas trip, you know, went to work and performed adult responsibilities. But then my body knew once the weekend came that it was time to just recover so that's what I did okay I really want to tell you about my Vegas trip. yeah I have heard nothing <laughs> I've heard very few things I will tell you listeners there are a few moments I said why is she not responding to me I hope she's alive but I guess not in jail. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for when you tell us on your our podcast. (laughs) So seven of us, my friends and I, some women that I grew up with since I was a teeny tiny child, Mm -hmm. we decided to leave everything at home, our families, our jobs, etc., and go to Vegas and just kind of are they all moms? Yes. Yep. 
moms with two, three kids. Yeah. Husbands, jobs. Sidebar, there was that article that went around Facebook that basically said that momcations are absolutely necessary to mental health of mothers. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I so doing totally that agree. sort of thing mm-hmm. totally makes sense. So I can't wait to hear more. Yeah. So we decided to go just for a few days. So we flew in Saturday and so weed isn't legal here in Illinois yet. So I've never been. It's medicinally legal. Okay. So I've never been to a. And decriminalized. But you've never been to a dispensary. Right. And for a while <laughs> I was calling them distilleries. Are you kidding? Yeah. Until I was That's corrected. where alcohol is made. I, yeah. Yeah. I got confused. Okay. So I knew that it was legal in Las Vegas. So I just wanted to see what it was all about. I watched Jimmy Kimmel and he always does this bit in a dispensary that has a drive-thru in LA. So I just wanted to go and see what it was like. So we hopped in Uber and then the guy took us there. Okay. Um, So first time experience, it's just like a fancy jewelry store. But instead, yeah, but instead of jewelry, they're just marijuana products yeah Um, you can get all sorts all kinds in any form and it was quite interesting and we should do an episode on this because you know how strongly i feel (laughs) yes (laughs) so but even before you go in there you enter through this door and everybody has to have their ids and they scan the ids and all the doors are locked that's how it works here too oh does it yeah no idea what to expect and they record you and some of my girlfriends were hesitant in going because you know they have you on record of attending a place what does it matter well we don't know like we don't know you know in their profession we don't know what if one of my friends wants to become a judge and yeah i promise you there are judges that have smoked weed and been to a dispensary i'm just saying okay, we just okay, okay. didn't know what to expect right, right. so we've never been okay so that was interesting sure so the first night we got there have you ever been to hell's kitchen in vegas gordon ramsay's restaurant oh yes i have what did you think it was fine did you I, love it? I loved it. I thought it was the most amazing meal. What, what um, did you have? Um, oh, and were you dinner or a different? It was dinner. Okay. I do not think I had dinner when okay. I went. I thought it was really cute because what you see in the show, that's what their uniforms are. So yep. they have like the red team and the blue team, but yes. they're not competing. They're just working back there. <laughs> right. I had the beef Wellington. Oh, I saw your post about that. It was the most it was beautiful, amazing beef Wellington I've ever had. <laughs> okay. It was so delicious. So I well, would recommend. Well, food is great in Vegas. It is great. And I think that was probably my most favorite meal in mm. Vegas all time that I can remember. Of all mm-hmm. time? Yeah. Have you had the Wicked Spoon buffet? I'm not talking buffets. Okay, okay. Like Like restaurant quality. Yeah. I know it's pretty affordable too. Yes. It's not like hundreds of dollars a plate. No, they have a prefix menu. So pretty affordable. That's awesome. Right. So we had dinner. And so something that we learned from a previous trip, three years ago, we went to Vegas and then we had dinner and we decided to go out after dinner. And it was maybe 9.30. Well, there was... Nobody at the clubs yeah. at 9.30. You don't go out at that time. So this time we learned and we're like, okay, we're not going to go out until 11.30, yeah. right? 
But we didn't have any. You're such old ladies. You're like partying at 9.30. Except, again, sidebar, what I'm laughing when I'm straight up drunk eating at 10.30 p.m. on my birthday, yeah, right? but you're not in the city that never sleeps. Yeah, right. No truth. So, and this time we didn't really reach out to any friends that lived in Vegas to see if where we should go or to get us on the you list. You just did it on your own. Well, yeah. So this is pro tip to any women who want to go to Vegas. The key is to not have any guys in your group or have the ratio be more women versus men. And so what we did was we went into one of the casinos and then talked to one of the bouncers who led us to one of the promoters or gave us a number of one of the promoters. And we said, hey, we are seven women, no guys. Where can you get us into? So the promoter gave us all of these options that we could go into and they were legitimate places. That's awesome. So that's what I would recommend. Where did you Um, go? So we went the first night, we went to On the Record. Okay. That was at Park MGM. Okay. It's a new place. I've never heard of this place. It's new. I've never heard of it either. Okay. So Bruno Mars actually plays out of the MGM. I think he does a show there. So it was rumored, well, a couple days before he had showed up right after his show. So it was rumored that maybe he'll show up again or maybe somebody, oh right? God, did you yeah. see Bruno Mars? So so we went at 11. They do frisk you a lot more than before. What? Yeah. So the security is pretty tight, right? But we were able to get in very quickly. I had a line that I tried to use that weekend. And that was, you know, when we would get to a club, I would go to the bouncer and say, hello, seven deep. No dick, we're on the guest list. (laughs) And, but unfortunately, super confident. But unfortunately, no one thought it was funny. (laughs) They were like, okay. But but how cool was that, right? Okay, so anyway, so on the record, the shots, I forgot how expensive Vegas shots were. They were $17 at least. And they were in these like tiny shot cups, like those plastic, super, super, super tiny shot glasses. Not glasses, plastic. Very small. No, but they're super small. Super small. Not even worth it. So we had figured out, myself and a couple of girlfriends, we went outside of the club into the restaurant. So MGM is connected to Italy. So in Italy, they had a bar there. Oh, there's an Italy there? Just like in Chicago. Yes, just like Chicago. In MGM? Yes. So it's connected, right? Yes. So it's in MGM. And so we decided to go to the bar while we were there and just order shots. Same price, but it's in a freaking glass. Okay. Like (laughs) four times as much as you would get in the club. So pro tip number two, if you're going to do your shots and if you don't do it at the hotel and pre-gaming and you're trying to do it at the club, step outside the club and go to the casino bar or whatever. You get much more. That's like equivalent to, so if we did three rounds of that, that would be equivalent to maybe six to nine shots a person. That's how much. Yeah. So anyways, we went back to the club 
Mm. and met up with our other friends. Okay. I think at this point, they were at the bar, so I wanted to buy my friend a shot that wasn't with us before. So I'm standing next to this guy, and I see that he has two shots of Kettle Chill, right? And usually when I'm waiting at the bar, I like to make conversation with the guy or whoever's with around like, me. With, like, just the people. Yeah, exactly. And he, he was Asian. And I said, hey, you know, who is that for? And then so he points to a girl behind him. Story be told, he was trying to holler at this girl and so he was buying himself and her a shot right and so I decided to do him a solid and I said hey I'll be your wing woman this random ass stranger yes You've never met him before. Correct. He and could he, be like a crazy fucking psychopath. Yes. And you said, let me wing woman you. Yeah. Okay, I was like, let's what? see how this goes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what are you trying to do, right? And he's like, I'm trying to holler at that chick. I'm like, okay. You know, another Asian girl. Was he girl. cute and was she cute? He was not cute. Like number. Like a half. Wait, like <laughs> 0.5 out of 10? Yeah. And what was girl? What was, she was chick? She was like like an ABG. But... <laughs> But like an intell- intellectual ABG. She had her glasses on. Okay. But very like. For those of you that don't know, ABG <laughs> stands for like Asian baby girl. So if you're older like us, it would be like import model kind of chick. Right? But like, innocent looking-ish. You know, back in high school, it'd be like one Asian girl with like a dozen dudes, right? Like that's just how it was back then. That sort of thing. That's an ABG. Yeah, so she was probably re- has blonde hair. Okay. So she was really cute, glasses, yeah. but she looked very innocent. Mm-hmm. And so I told this guy, yeah, I'll be your wing woman. And so he was like, all right, you know, thanks. That'll be awesome. So he gives her the shot. And so I tell this girl who I don't even know, I said, yeah, this is my friend from, you know, we grew up with each other. We went to school. Oh, my God. And mind you, I'm a little intoxicated. No, shit. (laughs) You've just, like, left the club to go take cheaper shots. Yeah. Okay, go on. quantity. Oh, my God. So I'm telling him. This poor girl. Well, and then she's looking at me. I don't know how. She's just looking at me. So I say, yeah, he's good people, et cetera, et cetera. So they take the shot. And so after they take the shot, you know, it goes back in the bar. And then she starts walking away and waves to him. Like she legit ghosted him. She left with her crew. So he didn't get anything. Not even convo. No, nothing. She was just like, oh, thanks. And then she walked away. So I felt really bad for him. Is that what we were like when we were younger? I think we did that. But this guy was quite interesting. So later on, I'm at the bar still trying to put in an order for a shot for my friend. And then okay. so he stands, he walks right next to me. And then we start talking. I'm like, I'm sorry, that didn't work out, whatever. And then so he starts hitting on me. What? Yeah. So so he orders shots for him oh and God. for me, right? Oh but gosh. check this out. Super shady. I find out that he is there for a bachelor party. For his bachelor party. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do? And he's like, I'm trying to hook up this weekend. That's why we came to Vegas. And I said, but you're getting married. And he's like, yeah. So his intentions were awful for that weekend. You know, I told you he was like a half on a 1 through 10 scale. So I basically told him, I said, you know, your fiance is too good for you. Oh my gosh. You need to go back to her. And thank God that you're so lucky to have somebody. You said this to dude. I straight up said this to dude. I said, you're so lucky to have someone love you and be with you and no more funny business. So, you know. But don't you think that a lot of guys, and maybe I just don't trust people, but I feel like this happens. 
on most bachelor parties. No? Not with the bachelor. <laughs> really, though? <laughs> really, really? Not, not with the guy getting married. Usually it's the best man or it's like a single guy from the group. But I've never heard of like the bachelor actually trying to get it, his last fling. Yeah, and he really? Was so Are you open. sure? I, yes. And he was so open with me about it. I was just... I feel like especially when guys are like, hey, I'm going to be tied down for the rest of my life. I just need to be able to spread my seed just a little bit more. Well, you know, he did say he's he said that, well, we're in Vegas. You what know, happens? Yeah. In Vegas stays in Vegas. So, and so, you know, after I told him okay. that. I'm not saying I agree with him. Correct. So after. But I'm also not judging him because who also knows what his fiance <laughs> feels. People well, may be open. There's more to the story. Oh I'm, my god, I'm, there's more? Yeah. Go. Okay. Shit. So after I give him this little lecture, he looked relatively young. So the shots are ordered and he pulls out his card to go pay for it and his card declines. <gasps> <laughs> Oh my god! So I felt so bad for this guy. So, so he's a point five with no money, yes. negative money actually. Then I am feeling very awkward. So I mean, they're seventeen dollars each, so seventeen times two. And so I just but turned, he doesn't have thirty four dollars on his account. It was a debit card, and it declined. So I turned to my friend and pretended to talk to her while he was trying to talk with the bartender he pulls out some cash and i'm pretty sure the bartender let him walk away just yeah to just save face exactly right so you know we had our shot and i reminded him you know hey dude you go back home get married be faithful you're so lucky and just remember that and i left but too bad he kept on following my group of girlfriends oh and gosh. introducing his friends and whatnot. You know, yeah. Oh my gosh! So, so dude is like, I don't know that poor no, and I don't even feel bad. Don't I don't bad. even feel bad for his fiance because if he's a point five, it's not the easy and with negative I dollars. Do, I do feel bad for his fiance. Well, she knows what she's getting into. Does she? I'm sure she does. Do people do people know? I mean, I don't know what their the extent of their relationship, how long they've been together. From what I saw that night, he was not a good guy. Yeah, yeah, not a but good guy. But you were trying to wing women, in. but I did not know him yet, yeah. and so I'm so proud of that ABG for walking away. Yeah, she, that she did not get taken advantage of. She used him like the tool that he is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you know, everything happens for a reason. Oh my gosh! Yeah, crazy. Okay. So, um, on the record, is a pretty cool spot. It has kind of like a patio area and an inside area. And behind the main bar, there's a stage that goes up and down. Okay. So, when the stage goes up, there's usually performers there that dance or sing, etc. So, unfortunately, Bruno did not show up. But Bruno's drummer made an appearance. Oh! And he was so good. Like he was so good, so I actually weaseled my way to the front, of and I you was did. waving to him. You're and like, I was hey, taking, yes, pay attention to me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was great. We stayed there for quite a while. The next thing I know, you know, I'm out in the patio area with some friends. Some things happened, and we got escorted out 
of the club. What? <laughs> so, we but did, for what? For some things that weren't supposed to happen, and I'll just let it be. Oh my gosh, she's um, hiding something. <laughs> something so, bad but, happened, dude. Like, because if they're taking out of a club in Vegas, <laughs> like what kind of shit? What are what what are these some things that happened? I, you know, yeah. So something happened, and it was so quick. <laughs> And so awkward and being escorted out by security and like literally outside the club was somewhat embarrassing. It was embarrassing. My first time ever happened. Usually they let girls get away with everything, right? Yeah. But not at Tram. this club. So Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the, de- the the degenerate club. I was just Where we get kicked out of bars all yeah. the time. That's what ha- we both got kicked yes. out. Yes. Same same. Same same. But I was fearful <laughs> that I was going to go to jail. Holy shit. <laughs> And I'm so lucky that I did not end up what in jail were you doing? the first night. You know what happens when you don't tell the real story? People just fill it in and they that, make things up. Yeah, fill it in, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Well, I'm glad you're not in jail. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad so too. Well, what else did you do in Vegas? So, um... Vegas is weird for me because... I grew up going to Vegas. Yeah, like, you went there for family vacation. I can't imagine. Yeah, so my dad, dad, semi, semi-professionally bowled. Um, so he was like a pro-am bowler. And we would go to Vegas every single year. So I remember going to Vegas every year of my childhood. So what the, would you do? We would go to like Circus Circus and play at the um, arcade we would eat, we would walk around, we would go shopping. So I don't have the same, like when people are like, Vegas, yeah! Like I don't get the same feeling because I'm like, oh, that's where I hung out with my mom and dad that, for 10 years. That really sucks for you. And even when I turned 21, my parents took me to Vegas. Like we saw a show that I wish I didn't see with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those where like the dudes turn around and they have no like... Like, yeah. it's like their butt cheeks right there. Right. <laughs> so, like, I've never had that feeling for Vegas. Like, I really wish I did. You, but it's just like a place for buffets and drinking for me. I'm sorry that you don't have that Vegas feel. Because it's pretty cool. Well, oh, I had it once last year with my big sis. Mm-hmm. And oh, right. I went there. Quick sidebar story, but... Our flight was at 6.30 a.m. and I was about to not go out. And she's like, fuck you. We are, we're in Vegas. We're going out. So we went out. Apparently didn't get home until 4. I had ordered room service. Fell asleep on her her like sweet couch because she's bougie as fuck, right? <laughs> so like I fell asleep on her couch. She wakes me up and she's like, our limo is here to pick us up to take to the airport. <laughs> so I grabbed like all this food that we had ordered because I passed out before I could eat it. And like I'm running down the hallway eating this French onion soup, trying to get my shit together, and then ran to the limo. <laughs> but that was my only like crazy Vegas story. I've never had anything crazy happen. Like maybe get we should arrested. go next year or something. Oh yeah, let's yeah. do I it. I would love to do an annual Vegas trip. Well, I'm supposed to go to Vegas in February for, for what? My girlfriend's fortieth. Oh nice. Yeah. So so take 
notes on these pro tips. I will. Okay, so my next pro tip. So the next day, okay. uh, we went. We rented a cabana. You can rent a cabana at any hotel. And they're relatively inexpensive, especially if you have Define a big group. Define inexpensive. So ours that we rented was at Park MGM at the pool. And it was around $250 for the whole day. So oh, from 11 yeah. or from 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. And it came with a tray of fruit. It came with water. And then we had our own waitress or server. server. Okay. So inside these cabanas, there's couches, there's a TV, there's a fan. You get your reserved beach chairs from the outside. Okay. So it was totally perfect to just lounge a day after drinking. And if you're splitting it among like 10 people. It's totally worth it. It's totally worth it. I guess I've never done that there. Well, so you know, I think I've never done cabanas because I always had the stigma that they were so expensive and you had to spend all this money. And of course, they want you to order bottles of... Did you alcohol. order bottles? No, because we're all hungover. <laughs> so we ordered Sprite. We ordered lunch. That poor like, waitress. Yeah, French fries, pizza. Damn, that sounds so good right now. Mm-hmm. We ordered Cokes. I mean, some people had Bloody Marys. But, you know, we were just like lounging the whole day. So totally recommend. Okay. And you look like a baller. <laughs> like Because you're like, this is my cabana. Yeah. Hey. Straight up. Straight up. It was really cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, so that's yeah, another so, pro tip. Yes. That's a pro tip. And that day we went to go see a show, La Rev. Have you heard about that? I've it's, only seen Cirque du Soleil shows. So it's okay. a water show. It's kind of like Cirque du Soleil. I've seen a few shows and La Rev was ultimately amazing. I got this recommendation from a friend that La lives Rev. in Vegas. La Rev. L-E-R-E-V. So I got the recommendation from a friend that lives in Vegas. Okay. And I said, hey, because he's he goes to all the shows. Okay. I'm like, what is your favorite? Okay. And this hands down was so captivating. And it was just like, how the heck did they do that? And it was <laughs> super amazing. I would okay. go see it a second time. Okay. I mean, from start to finish, I, it was awesome. And we ended the night at this place called Hakasan. Have you heard of that? Yes. I thought it was new. I've never heard of it. So it's a hip hop place. Security was tight. Like you got searched three times everyone's in black suits damn like did they have crazy. like sniffing dogs they they might as well have these dogs <laughs> but i mean the music was awesome the dj was awesome so i think hakasan was probably more what preferred. time were you there we didn't get there till late like 11 12 ish what's so funny is like that's not even late for Vegas. Yeah, that's not late for Vegas, but... That's I like mean, a good normal time to go out. That's a good normal time to go yeah. out from our promoter that we don't even know. We got him for free. That's awesome. Yeah, so go get on a promoter. Actually, I can give you my promoter's phone I don't number. Know, I, I actually have a Vegas promoter. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so easy. So Hakasan was good. Um, the next day, we had a spa day. Uh, we went to a spa at Encore, super nice. So once we got to the spa, I wanted to take a picture and I realized that I left my phone in the lift. This is when I could not find you. Yeah, that's why I was so unresponsive. And this is after when you were like, holy shit, I almost got arrested. Yes. And then I was messaging you. 
And I was like, where the fuck is I she? I know. Because you always respond. I always respond. I always yeah, have no. my phone with me. And then me. I was like, when you respond, I was like, oh my God. Thank God. She's like not in jail. Well, okay. So have you ever lost a phone or do you know how to retrieve a phone from a Lyft or Uber? I don't know how to do that. I, the only reason why I knew how to do it is on all of my phones, I install, I will install this thing where okay, if I my call phone. it But you don't have an phone. iPhone. No. Okay. I use Androids. Yes. But you, there's a similar thing that you could use that basically turns on an alarm that will not stop. Okay. So I have Apple products. I, this has never happened to me, but it happened to somebody in our group, but she used, she lost her phone in Uber in Chicago. Okay. But now we're dealing with Lyft. <laughs> I, I like Lyft so much more than Uber. Okay. So. And you know I first, feel this. First, we went into the app, right? I had to log in into my friend's app and try to contact the driver. In Uber, in an Uber app, you can actually physically call the driver. In Lyft, they will not allow you to call. You can only send a message. They're they're protecting these poor fucking fuckers. (laughs) Because these drunk ass bitches are losing their shit. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) We're going to the spa. Still. But that's the difference with Uber and Lyft. Okay. So, you know, I would try to go on the internet from my friend's phone and send messages like, hey, I left my phone. Can you call it this number, et cetera, et cetera, and nothing. However, I didn't get too worried. A lot of my friends were like, oh, I'm so surprised you're not freaking out. The reason why I didn't freak out was on the way to the spa, I was in this controversial conversation with the driver he's in the military and i was just talking about life in general so we were debating among things about like politics and stuff and i knew he was a good person so i knew that he wouldn't intentionally take my phone you really believe that i really believe that and plus my screensaver looks like it's cracked so who's gonna want a cracked phone right right? it's not like he could go out and sell that yeah exactly so I wasn't worried but still I didn't hear from him and I was leaving for the airport that afternoon that late afternoon so I needed my phone back so eventually though we went to the spa we went to um, Chinatown to have Vietnamese food still no call and then we went to the Louis Vuitton store which is a bad idea because <laughs> all of us bought something and Dude, it was... I want to see what you bought. I have not opened my box yet. Can you show, send it to me. Okay, yeah, I will send it to you. And Actually, then I'll post it on our podcast. It's supposed Instagram. to be my work bag. <laughs> so you bought a big bag. No, it, no, I bought a work bag. It's not a big bag. And, I can't fucking wait. And, and you know what they said? So what? the Las Vegas Louis Vuitton store, they said that they're the biggest in the U.S. Okay. And... Uh, I didn't know this. Yeah. So some of their pieces, they only get one or two. So the purse that I was eyeing, they only had the display one. And I said, what? You don't have this new? And they're like, you know, we don't know what comes in, but we, we only get one or two pieces. And that's what makes this store special. Yeah. But- I was a sucker. I don't know if that was a lie Yo, or not. I, but I've never- That's what they said to me in Paris. Well, Paris is different. Paris is different. I've been to the Paris. It's different. Yeah, in Paris, I got like a patent leather Louis Vuitton limited edition, but they said like you could only get it out there. Do you think that's true? Have you seen it in the States? No, I've never seen See? it. See? Then it's true. Have you seen yours here? No. Like when I show it to you, you're going to be like, I've never <gasps> seen this pattern. Yeah, so I'll, okay. I'm going to start to use okay. it for work. Okay. So anyway, so we went to Louis, so like everybody bought something. Okay. Um, and then we went back to the hotel 
And my Can friend... Can I repost that picture? What picture? That crazy ass picture with like the 95 Louis Vuitton boxes that you guys have. That was only half of the purchases. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Some of us bought two. <laughs> Damn, girl. Um, Good for you guys. So, you know, we're working women, professionals. We deserve, deserve to treat ourselves, right? You and, deserve it. And after that trip, yes. I kept on thinking, why do women love purses? Like, what is it about a purse that makes a woman happy? I don't know. Because since I was a child, even my daughters, my daughters carry around purses like yeah. they're fucking gold. But what is it about expensive Expe- purses? No, but so it starts out as like this thing that's really important. Yeah, a purse. Yeah. So I would look at it as how some people feel about cars. Okay. It's just, it's like honestly brand because from a functionality perspective, a purse is a purse, right? Right. But it's like a symbol of something that you care about and that you can treat yourself and that you have a little bit of money. I agree with that. And I must say that out of most brands, um, Louis Vuitton does have good quality. It It's very classic and it's not just about the brand. Right, correct. Louis Vuitton's stuff is like when you get a, what do you call it? A replica, like a fake oh, Louis Vuitton. Oh, you can tell. You can feel it. You can tell it yep. breaks quick more yep. quickly. Yep. Where like a long standing true yeah. Louis Vuitton well, or Gucci will last a long, long time. Yeah. And I actually have, so one of my friends, her mother-in-law passed down like all her designer purses and they are still in mint condition. What? So, yeah. So like Chanel and Gucci, etc. So I thought that was pretty cool for her to, you know, pass it to her daughter-in-law. Yeah. I thought that was really cute. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So anyways. Wait, daughter-in-law? I would never give that shit to my daughter-in-law. I think maybe because she didn't have. You know, I, I like, Well, I don't know. I fucking hate my son's future wife with a burning passion. <laughs> you just have issues. Regardless. Matt's always like, I'm going to be so nice to her. I'm like, I hate that bitch. You can't predict the future. No, and- I don't care. She sucks. Moving on. Okay, yeah, moving on. So anyway, so we're at the hotel. Okay. And my friend, so after we go to the Louis Vuitton store, we get back to the hotel and we're waiting to go to the airport, right, until it was time. Okay. Maybe like 15, 20 minutes. And How my friend. How many days were you there? Days and nights? Saturday to Monday evening. So three nights, three, that was, three days, three nights? Yeah, uh, three days, two nights. It was it was a perfect amount of time. Yeah, right? after that you start to lose your soul a little bit. Yes. So in then, Vegas. Yeah. So my friend decided to do the track my phone because I had that on my phone. Then So she turns it on and we see my phone go to Costco. We see it parked. We see it driving like 20 minutes away. Oh and we're just like, oh my God. Like it's probably in the car and the guy doesn't, doesn't even know. know. So then she keeps on pressing that alert to make the sound, make the sound, right? And then you can put a message in find my phone that when they pick up, it'll say call this number, like, you know, yes, lost phone, call yes. this number. So the message had lost phone, call this number, and we put Chun's phone in there. And so the guy finally called Chun, and we were going to arrange pickup. So I thought, okay, if I don't get my phone now, my friends, because a few of them were staying an extra yeah. day, they were going to bring, it home, bring it home for me. Dude, the Lyft driver was like, oh, no. Good guy. Great guy. Oh, no worries. Um, are you at the airport? Yeah, I'll meet you at the airport. And I was what? like, I was like, no, we're not at the airport, but we can come meet you. And so what happened was he 
met us up at the hotel and gave us a ride to the airport with my phone. Amazing guy. Yeah. Amazing guy. Like I. This guy deserves everything. Yeah. So the humanity in life. And you know on the way there we talked about like politics even though we didn't agree. And it's interesting. You know I don't want to get too deep into politics but I'll just make one comment. So he was African American currently serving in the military sure. i believed armed forces there is a base out in las vegas yeah so when he's not um doing army stuff he just drives people around sure and so we talked about the current president etc and like how he felt and it was just interesting how regardless of who our commander in chief is if you're in the military you stand behind your leader regardless of how they are And it was so interesting just to hear it from his perspective and for him to share his feelings about it. I mean, it was just... It was just so interesting. That's deep, dude. Just to hear. I don't know. That's hard. I know. I know. That's why I just wanted to to say one sentence. But for me to listen to this somewhat young, unmarried African-American guy that was serving, you know, like he already served like two or three tours. And basically this commander in chief that he probably doesn't. Correct. Yeah. But they will abide like the respect that they have for their commander in chief, regardless, regardless of who is in charge, like they will treat them the same way because he basically said orders are orders. If I'm ordered to do something, then I will do it because that's my job. At that moment, I just felt like, wow, you know, he's so patriotic and we're so blessed to have people that fight for our country, regardless of any circumstances. I left Las Vegas I hugged him so much. <laughs> After well, the first fact, you got your phone before, back. Yeah. Second, he was like just a nice dude. He was so Third, nice. Yeah. It's a reminder that there are people out there that really care about our country, our people, like taking care of others beyond yeah. themselves. Correct. Totally. Because And I was like, you know, I'm so thankful, number one, that, you know, you gave me my phone back. He's like, of course I'm going to give you your phone back. Why would I keep it? It's not mine. Yeah, because you there's know? some assholes that, like, would are happy to make money off that shit. Or they just don't care. And he's like, you know, in the past, like, he's gone to, like, FedEx and he's just, like, mailed it back the phone because he yeah, doesn't want it. There's so many people that don't want to even put the effort in I know. And this guy did. So after meeting him, I've been making a point. I used to do this before too, but now I'm really cognizant. Anytime I meet somebody or I find out that they've served um, in the military or in the armed forces, I always say thank you for your service. We should Um, say thank you. Like every time. He really opened up my eyes. And I think if it was a different ethnicity, a different race, Mm -hmm. maybe my eyes wouldn't have been opened so much. But because he was black and I didn't expect him to say the things that he said, it just opened up my eyes. So so that got deeper than I thought you would. Yeah. So that in a nutshell. I, I thought mean, you were like, I got arrested because <laughs> I was going out and they found me on the stage on a pole and I didn't belong there. That's what I expected. But no, you're like, oh, I found someone that I think several times because he's so fucking patriotic. Yeah. What? Great. So that's my trip. It was amazing. Sounds I, awesome. I recommend um, Vegas to anybody. So you were hungover for a while or no? I, I don't think it was hungover. So I brought with me over 50 packets of liquid IV. <laughs> and okay, we all, tell everyone about liquid IV, So please. liquid IV, you can buy it at Costco or online. 
And it's this powder that you mix with a bottle of water. And it's supposed to work like Gatorade or if you're in a hospital and you get an IV, but it works quickly. So almost instantaneously. So we used it throughout the whole weekend. We did not get any hangovers. Guys, we used this at my girlfriend's birthday party. Tram was there for her party, brought it, and my girlfriend 100% (laughs) of the time vomits. Or gets really sick, just can't handle more than a couple shots. She took this and she lasted the whole night beyond everyone else. Yeah, it makes you sober. So if you're feeling sick, just take a little sip of it and then you'll be good. So I wasn't hungover. Yeah, not yet. I wasn't hungover at all, but I think I was just tired because literally we didn't sleep. Maybe we would get like an hour or two of sleep. Yeah, but that's Um, Vegas. That's what you do out there. Right, yeah, you don't sleep in Vegas. So I think... I was just tired from the lack of sleep. And so that's why I slept so much the weekend after. And that's it. Wow. That's very exciting. It sounds like you had a fun time. I did. You learned a lot. I did. I have a quote. A Vegas quote. Oh, you do? I have a a hangover quote. (laughs) My quote is, and this is for both of us. I think it's relevant to um, both of our situations. Yours was way more fun because it was a whole weekend. Mine was just one night of blacking out without regret. But... It, the quote is, I don't get drunk. I just get less classy and more fun. <laughs> so, not that you have to do anything with that, folks. But just remember that there's nothing embarrassing about getting drunk. Or let liking loose. out even a little bit. Yeah, let loose. Let loose. Right? If Be you more enjoy, fun. If you enjoy drinking and the effects of alcohol, why not? And if you don't enjoy alcohol but you like seeing people on the effects of alcohol, then... Just chill. Yeah, why and not? And be good. So I guess whatever happens in Vegas gets shared on the Same Same Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Except for whatever the fuck Tram did to almost get arrested. TBD, folks. We're going to figure it out one day. So thanks for listening, you guys, and stay tuned. Yeah, don't forget to five-star us. Follow us on Instagram. What is our IG Podcast underscore same, same. Yes, and share with your friends. Leave comments. And and send us DMs of anything you want us to hear. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Okay, bye. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye.